Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like ugly Christmas sweater karaoke and holiday music bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, crispy breaded wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. You lead a busy life. The last thing you have time for is shopping, prepping, and cooking a healthy homemade meal. With Chef, enjoy authentic meals freshly prepared by the best local cooks in your community and delivered to your door. No prepping, no cooking, no subscription necessary. It's one less thing to worry about after a long day without sacrificing the quality of a homemade meal. Schedule your meals with a local cook at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush. And guys, it's such a special day. You're probably wondering now, why did I get a notification or why am I seeing that there's a new Hot Off the Mess episode on a Saturday? It's kind of random. But I'm doing it because today is my one-year anniversary of this podcast. It's so exciting. I can't believe it's been a year. I don't even... Like, I'm trying to just wrap my head around the fact that it's been an entire year I've been doing this. It's so crazy. Sorry, my voice is a little raspy. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, I might be going through like a voice change. I Listen, I don't know what's going on with me. So yeah, so I wanted to just basically do like a quick little Q&A episode, a little special episode for the one year anniversary of this podcast. So I asked you guys some questions on Instagram and I will get into those right now. Oh my God, I just opened it up. The first question I get, are you happy? Oh, what a loaded question. Um, yes. Do I feel this like overwhelming sense of joy every single day? And am I skipping through the streets? No. But do I feel like life is okay right now? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know how to even answer that. I, so like, yes, I'm happy. But like, you know what I would say is like, I'm just like good. Like, I'm just like, things are fine. Um. Oh, that was, if you heard that, that was Barb's little nose. Oh, we're rubbing our face on the mic. Hi, can we not? Can we not? Thank you. Okay, so sorry about that. Wow, what a what a question to come up. Oh, and then the next one I'm looking at is from our dearest Chris Lewis. He asked, do you miss me? And I said, of course. Of course I miss. I miss Chris, even though I talk to him every single day, constantly, all the time, just because I love him so much. She's like very sorry guys. Barb is like very much in my face right now. And she only does this like when I'm doing something else. Like she never does this when I'm just relaxing 23 hours of the day. It's this one hour I do this fucking podcast. She's like up in my shit. Okay. 
Someone asked, why do Dina and Dolores not get on? Do we have any TX? Oh, we got a British gal. Oh, okay. My theory about Dolores and Dina not getting along is because Dolores is really, really good friends with Caroline. And there were obviously rumors that Teresa didn't invite Dolores to her engagement party because Dina was like, she's friends with Caroline and like obviously Caroline and Dina hate each other. And, but I don't think that that's the reason if we're being a hundred percent honest, I get that that's like a juicy reason. I don't think it's legit just because Dolores and Teresa have been friends for so long. And then Dolores and Caroline have also been friends forever too. Like Dolores has appeared on Real Houses New Jersey back in like the day. So it's like, this isn't new information now. If, you know, Dolores became best friends with Caroline like last year. I get how that might be weird, but I don't think that that's the reason. But the reason why Dolores and Dina don't get along, I mean, I would love for Dolores to talk more about that actually, because she kind of like, she'll be like fairly honest about it. Like she doesn't like her. And I'm sure that there's like family shit that goes on. I mean, the Manzo Lorita family, like they're, they have a lot happening there. Lots of questions about Teresa um, and if she needs to go, if she needs to stay. Here's my thoughts about Teresa. I think if they don't give her a spinoff, then they need to add more people into the mix on Jersey. It cannot just be the same six people all the time. Like they're not the only six people that live in New Jersey. Like I want friends. I want hairdressers. I want, you know, caddy makeup artists. I want chefs and butlers like I want people getting fucking involved like I want people getting in the mix that's what I want to happen because I feel like it would kind of take the pressure off this like literally half the cast is divided so uh, yeah I mean that's what I think should happen tada it's Kimberly asked deets about my watch it happens live experience so I mean gonna tip my own horn here because it was like the best moment of my life I was a guest on Watch What Happens Live. I was a virtual guest. Let's be clear. I was never, I've never stepped foot in that clubhouse. If I did, I would sob. Like I already, like I cried when after I went on Watch What Happens Live. Like, but I, I don't know what I would do if I actually got to see Andy in person and be in the clubhouse. Like I don't know what I would do, but it was really, really great. Andy was really nice. He like asked like a ton of questions um, we got to ask him questions. Like he was just really sweet. He, I was on with Danny Pellegrino, Evan Ross Katz, and Sasha Morfa, who runs the Bravo Breakdown. So yeah, it was really really fun, and I was like so honored. I was so fucking honored um, to be asked. Oh God, guys! Tuesday Neptune asked, "Would you rather be stranded on a desert island with Teresa or Lisa Rinna?" That is so cruel. <laughs> But I got to say Rinna because I think Rinna is actually like so, so fun in real life. Probably like I feel like if we took her away from the show, she might. I don't know. There wouldn't be any like drama if it was just us on the island. So we'd just be like giggling, eating coconuts, having a ball. Casey Nulldog asked, how did you get start in blogging? I don't know if. I'm am I called am I a blogger? Like I don't know. But how I really started this Instagram, I started it back in August of 2018. 
feel I think it was actually August 1st. And um, which is crazy that that's three. How many years is that? 2018, 19, 20. Oh, oh, too many. And I started it just really because I love Bravo and I love Housewives and I love talking about all of it. And, you know, it just kind of like grew from there. Like I just was very consistent. I didn't really care like how many likes I got, if people even viewed my Instagram story. I was just doing it because I really enjoyed it. And I mean, and then people started to like it. And I was like, oh, this is like so fun. And I love like interacting with everybody who, you know, loves Bravo and yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like how it pretty much started. And then um, Betches reached out to me in August or maybe June or July of 2019. So I, it, so my account was almost like a year old. And then I started writing freelance for them for a little while. And that's kind of how like the writing stuff happened. Like before it was just my Instagram. And then it became, you know, then I became kind of like a writer girl. And now I'm a podcast girl. So Ariel is asking, who is your dream podcast guest? Hmm. My dream podcast guest is, I would love to have Andy Cohen. He's my dream podcast guest. I would love to have Benito Skinner, Benny Drama on Instagram. I would love to talk to him. I would love to talk to Harry Styles about Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Like that's shooting for the stars. Someone is asking, how old are you? I feel like you're a 92-er like me. I read when I first glanced at I just saw the word 92, and I was like, excuse me. Um, yeah, I'm 29 years old. My birthday is October 29th, 1992. I am a Scorpio, and so I'm a Scorpio sun, and I'm a Sagittarius moon and a Sagittarius rising. So you do it that what you do it that what you will. What I don't know. I need to shut up. Um, can Chris Lewis be on Hot Off the Mess? Of course, Chris Lewis can be on Hot Off the Mess as long as he wants to. Um, who fucking knows? He might get totally sick of me, but I absolutely adore him. Of course, he can come on whenever he wants. He has like, if he just wants to waltz on for 10 minutes, that's fine with me. Um, is Vanderpump Rules filming? Um, I don't think they're picked up yet. Like, I don't even think it's been announced that they're getting a new season. So I don't think that they're filming. Southern Charm season six is incredible. Agree or disagree? That is one of my favorite seasons. I absolutely love it. It's kind of like when the women took back the power and like laid it all out there with the men. And Catherine kind of got like her redemption that year. I love, 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 love that season. What is my day-to-day makeup and hair products? Um, I mean, if only you could see me right now, I literally look like a feral rat. Let's see. Okay, so for cleanser, I've been using the BioSense gel cleanser. I can't use um, anything foamy because my skin is just way too dry and it would not be a good time. And then I use like a hyaluronic acid. Um, This girl that I love, her name is Leanne. She has an Instagram account called Stuff Leanne Likes and she just like recommends really amazing products and like ones that actually work and do things. And her recommendations have completely changed my skin. I'm obsessed with her. Um, so she recommended me get like hyaluronic acid because I'm so dry. And um, and then I'm always like, why am I so dry? It's like, bitch, because you don't drink enough water. Like I literally am having my first glass of water today and it's like the afternoon. And then I've, I've recently been using the L to MD SPF that I really, really like because it's really hydrating, but it's not oily because I also am very picky about my sunscreens too. I've always been a sunscreen girl. 
because one time I got really – why am I sharing this? Like no one cares. I got really, really bad sun poisoning and it was the worst experience of my life. And makeup-wise, like they're, my favorite concealer is the new a new one. Um, it's called One Size by Patrick Starr. I love that concealer. It's, well, One Size is his brand. I love that brand's concealer. I really, really like Pat McGrath's foundation um, if you want – like for going out – I also really love the Elia Skin Tint Serum. I love the Fenty Cream Blushes. I mean, the oh, guys, I saved up and I bought the Chanel bronzer. It's like that cream. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. I also highly recommend taking a walk over to Bethany's TikTok because she's doing some amazing things over there with like the beauty community. Let's see. Your vibe on the new Kardashians. Are we just going to ignore Kim's last Photoshop fail? Absolutely fucking not. I'm so weirded out by that. Like the photoshopping of the child over the other child. I mean, I talk about it. I feel like this is a podcast every single day. It's just weird. Like, and what's even weirder if you really think about it is like, I think of Pete Davidson as like this really normal guy, like from Staten Island, like just a regular guy. And so imagining him like entering this world where they're so focused on the media and like are so in that involved. I'm like, what the fuck does he think about all of this? In his mind, he's probably, that's weird. No? Like, I don't know. Someone just asked me, they said, just got broken up with, what's the best advice? Uh, The best advice, I always say watch early seasons of Vanderpump Rules because no matter how bad your life is, your life is not as bad as theirs was. And it's also just, like, funny and there's, like, drama and it, like, just transports you and, like, you get – so involved in it and you're just like you kind of forget about your own problems clearly I've been through a lot of breakups so I'm fully aware I mean the other advice I guess is like don't contact them don't talk to them leave them alone it's only gonna make it worse for you because I I mean just speaking from personal experience like of course you have things you want to say But you're never, ever, ever, in my opinion, going to get the response that you're looking for. And the way that they respond, it might, it probably will be cold or distant. And that's just going to make you feel fucking worse. I honestly like just do, I know it's hard, but like don't talk to them. Just let it be. It didn't work out for a reason. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And also just like, also like let yourself be sad. I fucking hate that shit where it's like, get over it, girl. It's like, shut up. You're allowed to fucking mourn a relationship and a breakup. Now, do I think you should be mourning, you know, a breakup for too long? No, I think at some point you got to get yourself together. And I think you have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and move on and realize that it wasn't the right relationship for you. So, I mean, that's, I mean, isn't that like, that's kind of lame advice, but I just think that it's, it, it works for me. Um, my comfort. Oh, I like this question. My comfort housewife season and episode. My comfort housewife season and episode. I rewatch Real Housewives of New York City season five to ten all the time. I love those seasons. I also love Real Housewives of Potomac season four. I love Real Housewives of Orange County season 10 because that's the Brooks cancer scandal and also the David affair. Like it's so layered. It's so good. Yeah. Those are like my comfort ones. I I also like love early Shannon and I did actually get a question. So this is like a perfect segue. It's about like my feelings about Shannon and like why I like her. And it's like, here's the thing. I can't help but feel similar to her. 
I think that that is maybe what triggers Shannon or triggers people about Shannon so much is that like she definitely, you know, is is very, very relatable. And I think she's now in a really good place. And I've liked watching her journey like throughout her seasons. Like when she came on, I think she came on season nine. She's just been a great addition. She definitely feels like a Dorinda version like she feels like Dorinda felt like on New York. Like Dorinda came in season seven of New York and she just kind of felt like she was like always there. Like I don't remember, like I really have a hard time remembering a time without her. Like what are you doing here without Dorinda? And with Shannon, I kind of feel the same way. I'm like, damn, like she feels like she's just kind of always been there. I can't imagine Orange County without her. I think she brings great drama, great personal story, like I just enjoy her and I think she's a nice person. And then I got another question. Who should return to Summer House next season? I think Kyle and Amanda, Paige and Craig, Lindsay and Carl. I would love to see Danielle back. I would love to see, I mean, Sierra back if, you know, she gets like more in the mix not saying that she was out of the mix, like she clearly was in it, but like that was like all she's done since being on these shows. So I just want her to like to be more involved. But I think we got to say goodbye to Luke. I think it's time for him. Oh, I would love Andrea to stay on. Um, I bet his girlfriend Lexi would come. Alex, obviously, I don't want to see. And Maya, I have mixed feelings about. I think it'd be nice to see Maya with Oliver and like see that relationship play out. I feel like that would be really interesting. Okay. Where did where did Nicole from Real Houses of Orange County go? Nicole from Orange County like truly vanished into the night. She just disappeared. I don't think she wanted to film anymore after the explosion. I mean, here's the thing. If Heather really was so calm and, you know, didn't do what Noella is alleging her to do, I'm like, then why would Nicole leave the show? So I really don't know why she left the show. I've heard rumors that it had to do with like the COVID protocol and she's very like anti-mask, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, Do you think anything is off about Carl and Lindsay? I don't think anything is off about Carl and Lindsay. I think they're really, really sweet together and really cute. I think they complement each other really well. Um, They do post a lot of pictures together, but I think like when Lindsay, I mean, like she said, she's like, when I'm in a relationship, like I am in a relationship. She is like deep. It balls deep in this. And I think that's great. I think she's, you know, happy and Carl seems happy and they just seem to be doing really well. Are Paige and Sierra still friends with Maya? Confused about that one tip regarding Maya dissing Craig. Okay. I honestly don't know. So Maya said on Watch What Happens Live, Andy asked, do you think Craig is boyfriend material? And she just was like, no. And she's, like, gone on to clarify that. And she's, like, I just think so highly of Paige that, like, he needs to, like, maybe grow up a little bit and, like, meet her where she's at instead of, like, being, like, a little ding-dong. And there's rumors that, like, Sierra and Paige are not friends with Maya anymore or, like, not talking to her because of that comment. Um, Are you feeling better after COVID? I'm waiting for the agony to end. I am feeling better. I definitely – it's – taken me a while to like start to feel like myself again like the first week after like when I got my voice back finally after two weeks of not having a voice it was awful um for someone who loves to talk it was literally killing me 
it just was rough. Like it was really rough to like try to be normal and like have energy and do all of that. And someone just asked me COVID home remedies. Um, Honestly, like just rest, rest, rest. And I don't know like what your symptoms are, like what you're experiencing, but I had the worst sore throat of all time. I truly thought I would never, ever be able to like swallow again or breathe. It was horrible. There's nothing worse than a fucking sore throat because when you're sleeping, like you can't even sleep because like it's just burning. It's awful. So I drink a lot of tea. I didn't drink tea. I drank hot water with lemon and honey. I went through an entire, an entire thing of honey. I was, I couldn't get enough. I was like, my mom kept having to drop lemons off at my door. It was really nuts. Oh my God. So someone just asked, was Chris Jenner doing an impression of Mary Cosby's little girl on the most recent episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? No, she was doing a Miss Hannigan reference and it was iconic and really hilarious. Yeah, she was like, little girls, little girls. It was so funny. Have you heard any Miami tea since they've started filming? Uh, honestly, no. And I'm so thankful. I don't want to hear about what's going on during filming. I I want to find out the day it airs. I love tea accounts. I love all of that because I just like want to be nosy because I'm so fucking nosy. But at the same time, like I just wish sometimes there was like a little bit more mystery. And that's where the women of Beverly Hills kind of lose me sometimes because they really put it they to me, they put too much out there. And I like we already know what we're going to watch. And that's like just not fun. Like that's what was so fun about Salt Lake City season one is like you had no idea what you were getting. You didn't know what the women who they were never heard of them before. It was amazing. Um, when are you coming to LA? Uh, I don't have any plans at the moment. I would love to come to LA just for like a quick trip. LA is definitely not for me. I like to visit because the weather is nice and I have friends there that I would love to see and spend time with. And obviously, oh my God, I've been to Malibu. I know. I don't think Malibu's no. Um, I've been to Malibu and it's like the most beautiful place. So zen, so beautiful. I felt like Yolanda Foster excuse me, Yolanda Hadid. And um, yeah, I just, I could never live there. And I could also, I don't think I could ever live in New York City either. And that's not that, there's a big misconception about me is people think I am a coast girl. They think I'm in LA or they think I'm in New York. I'm in neither. I'm in Detroit. So yeah. Oh my God. Really funny story. Dave Quinn is like one of my good friends. And um, he's nine Daves on Instagram and at Twitter. You should follow him. He always has all the tea and he's just great. He, for some reason, thought I was on like West Coast time. And he was like, Sam, I have to talk to you about something. And I was like, what? And he goes, what time do you go to bed? And what time do you wake up? And I told him, I was like, I go to bed at like 1030 and I wake up at like seven. And he was like, wait. And then he's like, wait, you're not on West Coast time. I was like, no, bitch. Like, I'm on the same time zone as you. He's like, Sam, I really thought you were going to bed at like 6 p.m. and waking up at 2. I was like, no, mama, I'm. that's not happening. Oh, it was so funny. What is your opinion about what Craig said about Lindsay and Carl being not real? Is he jealous? I think Craig is projecting. I, I don't know, like, why he has to constantly talk about Lindsay. Like, it's weird. He constantly is talking about her. Um, I think he knows that that will like get the people talking and get people to like want to go to his live shows to be like, oh my God, like what is Craig going to say next? What T is he going to spell next? Um, I just think that's weird. It's just weird. Like why are you, why do you care? I think he's mad because Lindsay called him a narcissist on uh, Watch What Happens Live and Andy was like everybody in on this network is a narcissist, including 
He, Andy was like, myself. Not a question. More Barb videos, please. She's gorgeous. Thank you. She's sitting on my lap right now. She's the best girl in the whole world. I've had her. Oh my God, it's crazy. I've had her for as long as I've had my Instagram account. She's the best. She's the ultimate. She's like the perfect cat for me because sometimes cat, people's cats are fucking awful. They can be so mean and nasty. They can like tear your shit up. They can be nocturnal and climb from your curtains. And for me, okay, this might be a hot take. I don't like when animals are like all up in my face. I don't like it. I don't like when they're sitting on my neck. Like some people like put their cats on their neck when they're laying down and like their dogs share their pillow with them. I'm like, no. So when I got Barbara and she was a girl, just she was like the cat made for me, honestly. And it was really funny last week was Barbara Streisand's birthday. And I got literally, I got too many DMs about this, about people being like, oh my God, I'm just now realizing you named your cat after Barbara Streisand. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I actually was going to name Ruby Judy, but I didn't think Judy is a good dog's name. I think Judy would be a great cat's name. So if I didn't get a dog and I got another cat, her name would have been Judy because I would have had Barb and Judy. Whatever happened to the other Southern Charm shows, they unfortunately got canceled. That's just like what happened. What is your signature scent? I really love um, it's this company called Riddle. They have like perfume oils that I'm obsessed with because it lasts so much longer on my skin than like an actual perfume or like a lotion. So I love like the bum bum lotion. I think that that smells amazing. Um, I have a friend Taylor who has it like she has the body wash and the lotion and the travel size. I was like, you are so rich because that's like a luxury product. And like she, she was in Mexico with me. And like every time she walked by, I was like, you smell incredible. So I don't know if that's my signature scent. It's just a scent I really like. But so I get the Riddle original and it's just a rollerball oil and it's my favorite. Would you, oh, I got the, I get this a lot. Would you ever want to move somewhere in Michigan besides Detroit? Yes. I would love to live like up in Traverse City. I would love to live in Grand Rapids. I love Grand Rapids so much. It's so beautiful on the west side of the state. Like the east side and the west side of Michigan is like very different. Like the east side is much more like Detroit industrial, like big suburb vibes. The west side is like beautiful. It's like hilly and like so stunned. There's like tons of stuff to do over there, like outdoorsy stuff. Not that I'm saying, like, there's not stuff to do here. It's just different. Anywho. Oh, yeah. So someone said, next time you interview a Bravo celebrity, can you please ask them what benefits they get? Yeah. I mean, the benefits are, like, they get tons of exposure. They have a platform. They can sell products on their Instagram, social media. They get – yeah, I mean, that's the benefits, Um, at least I think. Oh, my God. Someone says, can you imagine Next Level Basic as an animated series? Because Stassi Schroeder – was on Girl With No Jobs podcast, uh, The Morning Toast, and said that before everything went down and before she was fired from everything and all of that stuff happened, she said that she sold the rights to Next Level Basic, which was her number one uh, New York Times selling book, to become an animated series. And she was like, that was the dream for me. Like, I would love to go to a writer's room and like talk and like write things out. And like, she's like, I really thought that that was going to be like my next step. And then everything happened. And then that deal fell through. And I was like, damn, you lost your fucking rights to your book. Like, ugh. Um, but no, I cannot imagine it being an animated series. I don't even know how that like would happen. Like, what would that even look like? I, I truly can't even picture it. 
Ooh, name three housewives that you've hated the most. Okay, I hate to do this. I rarely hate a housewife. Like, I normally can be like, okay, like, you know, or a non-event or like, oh, I enjoyed this aspect, but not this. But I hate Kelly Dodd. I think Kelly Dodd is truly one of the most nasty, vile people. And she only does it for attention, I think. Actually, no, I take that back. I don't think she does. I don't know what's wrong with her. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't get the point of being that gross to people. It just doesn't make sense. Um, but the other housewives that I just – I never hated, but I just didn't really enjoy. Um, I didn't really enjoy uh, Amber Marchese. I mean, obviously, she was a nightmare. That whole season was very crazy. Justice for the Twins, though, I enjoyed them. And, th- I mean, to think about that there was a time in Jersey when people were talking about if the husband of – one of the housewives fucked his mother-in-law like that. What a wild ride. Um, And then another housewife that I've just really, really haven't enjoyed. I'm trying to think. I really, I guess, I don't hate her. I get what she brings to the show. But I feel like the show has really changed ever since she's been on. And I don't necessarily know if that's for the best or for the worst. I don't know. It's Erica Jane. I really, really struggle with her. I go back and forth a lot with her. I think she's a really... Uh, she likes to troll on social media, and I just like you got to find something better with your time. Uh, Tink's apologizing and still liking problematic stuff as of March. What are your thoughts? Um, I talked about the Tink stuff earlier this week on the podcast. I do find it very interesting and a very smart strategic PR move that she's really not using TikTok this week. TikTok was like her main platform, and like what she came up on and she's switching to Instagram. So she's really, really able to control the narrative and like control what is being said and done. I don't know. I find that very interesting. Oh, how did you potty train your dog? Okay. I made the worst decision of my life and got a dog in the winter in an apartment. That's a double whammy. You can get the dog. You can get a dog in the winter. If you have a yard, you can get a dog in the you know, summer and you live in an apartment, it's like you, it's hard to do both. Um, so she does like, she used to make mistakes. Like she used to drink, like she used to take like one sip of water and pee. And I was like, okay, we got to figure this out. You got to figure out how to hold it because it's hard when I'm home all the time. Like I work from home. So she never had to like really train her bladder to like hold it because I wouldn't like put her in her crate and then leave for four hours and then come home and then take her out. So it's like I really had to get her on like a better I had to get her on like a schedule. Honestly, like that saved my life getting her on a schedule. Okay, I'm going to answer one more question. Thoughts on Travis controlling Courtney? What? You think Travis controls Courtney? That is news to me. I didn't think so. I thought that they just had like a nice like loving relationship. Guys, Okay, I'll answer one more. How did you and Chris meet? Oh my God, Chris and I actually met on the internet um, years ago and we've just like become friends ever since. Like I just thought he was the most hilarious person. He made me laugh and then I was like, oh my God, let's text. So then we like, you know, we took our relationship to the next level and we started texting and then now we're like besties and I literally make him say that to me. I truly make him say that. He is like really the topic of this entire podcast. This podcast is dedicated to Chris Lewis. And happy one year anniversary to me. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for always listening and supporting me. You guys really have no idea like how much you've changed my life. I could get emotional about it, but I won't. But my therapist probably would want me to because she says I need to let things out. Uh, We're working on it. Work in progress. And 
yeah, just please rate, review, and subscribe and follow me wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, if you don't follow me at Bravo Historian on my Instagram at Take Your Soul Lift on Twitter, I am always posting idiotic thoughts over there. And I'm trying to dip my toe into TikTok. Honestly, I find it to be so hard. I don't know how people do it. People are like straight up like like Steven Spielberg with the way that they like edit their their videos. I truly don't understand how people figure that out. Anyways, so I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you all have a great weekend. Bye. You know those cigarette butts that you see every day? They're made of microplastics and they line our streets and waterways. On California beaches, they're the number one plastic you'll find. Over 35 years, cleanups have collected millions combined. But no matter where you see them, they're all getting smaller, eventually leaching into our food, our air, our water. The tobacco industry's to blame for all of the harm that they do. For the harm to the people we love. And the harm to you, too. Learn more at undo.org. Immersive technology has long been thought of as something that is primarily used by gamers and other entertainment applications. Billions of dollars have been spent on advancing the components that make up the technology, but it is still considered niche. Is it a technology that is in search of an application or just a killer app? To help me answer that question, I have with me today Mark Sage, the Executive Director of the Augmented Reality for Enterprise Alliance or AREA. Visit mauser.com slash empowering dash innovation to listen to the full episode.